If you've ever wanted to fast track your weight loss, did you know that the best way to do it is to avoid the mistakes that everybody else has made before you? Welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show. This is episode number 142, Get Real, episode number 33, The Grim Reality of the Isolated Emotional Eater. Hello, welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show. This is JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, weight loss mindset expert, founder of the Inner Self Diet. The Inner Self Diet is the diet that actually works. Why? Because it's not a fluffy surface band-aid short-term fix. Instead, the Inner Self Diet goes to the root of the psychological, the mental, the emotional, the internal blocks that are stopping you right now from doing what you know you need to do to lose weight and keep it off. You see, you can't do what you know you need to do when you're blocked on the inside. What are you personally blocked with? I don't know, unless I'm actually working with you in the Inner Self Diet. But right now, I'm here in my home office recording studio recording this awesome podcast for you today, and therefore, I have no idea what is personally blocking you. However, I can let you know, without a doubt, that if you were to do the steps to remove your personal internal blocks, whatever they are, then what would happen is you would step into freedom. You would step into struggle-free weight loss. You would believe in yourself. You would believe that you deserve to look your best. You would believe that you're worth the effort. You would not be hunting for motivation because you wouldn't need any motivation once you were to release the internal blocks that are stopping you right now. You know, so many people out there are thinking that they're, they need weight loss motivation and that they, their problem is that they're not motivated. The reason that you're not motivated is because you're blocked, okay? Motivation is not the solution. Motivation is the wrong thing to be looking for. The right thing to be looking for is the solution that heals the root of your out-of-control eating, the solution that stops your binge eating, the solution that stops your emotional eating, the solution that sets you free, and that solution is the inner self diet. Does this make sense, what I'm sharing with you? Does it make sense that 92.8% of what the problem is, is your internal world, it's your mindset, it's your mental state, it's your attitude, it's your unconscious knee-jerk thought patterns, it's your unconscious unhealthy beliefs, it's your level of self-esteem, it's your self-image, it's all this stuff that's on the inside that no food diet can ever fix. If you were to heal your inner self, you would set yourself free and weight loss would become struggle-free. 
That's the work that I do with my awesome coaching clients in the Inner Self Diet. I work with them personally right over the phone, and it is quite amazing. Hey, if you'd like to learn just a tiny, itty-bitty, bitty-bitty-bitty, bitty-bitty, tiny bit more about losing weight from the inside out, go to www.easyfunweightloss.com. You can download three Free tips there that I put together for you, www.easyfunweightloss.com. All right, today is Get Real episode number 33, and right off the bat, I've got to let you know, exit this podcast immediately, turn it off if you're looking for more excuses, if you're looking to stay in your addictions, if you're looking to stay in your comfort zone. If you're looking to continue to blame other people and blame outside circumstances and blame your past, blame your parents, blame your whoever, blame the fast food industry, blame the economy, blame the government. If you're looking for more reasons to fail and if you are looking for more excuses to make to avoid taking 100% personal responsibility for your results and taking 100% personal responsibility for taking action to reach out to get the coaching you desperately need to fix your food and weight problems once and for all, all right, exit now because you're not going to like this podcast if that is where you are coming from. Now, if you are upbeat, positive, you are super smart, you're successful professionally, you are looking for the good in your circumstances. You believe that there's something better out there for you, but you've just never been able to fix your food and weight problems on your own. You're smart enough to recognize that you need help and you don't make excuses. You're not a procrastinator. You're not looking for more reasons to fail. Then stick around because if you're willing to take full personal responsibility for yourself, then you just might possibly, maybe, possibly, somehow, get something good out of today's free weight loss podcast. Get Real, episode number 33 of the JoLynn Braley Show. And today's topic is the grim reality of the isolated emotional eater. The quickest way to your path to success with ending your emotional eating or ending your binge eating or ending your self-sabotaging, unhealthy eating behaviors is to learn from the mistakes of other people and avoid those mistakes. Easiest uh, way to go, really. Now, don't make the mistake of just collecting information and then telling yourself, oh, I have to think about this because that's going to turn into a lifetime Nothing is ever going to change without taking solid action to make real, solid, honest-to-goodness change, all right? You can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, 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 la, 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 wah, 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 on and on and on, saying that, oh, yeah, I want to lose weight. Oh, yeah, oh, what's the newest diet tip? Oh, yeah, I want to lose weight. Oh, yeah, what's that newest exercise program? Oh, yeah, I want to lose weight. Oh, look at these YouTube videos. Oh, yeah, I want to lose weight. That just goes on forever. Talk is cheap. There's no substance there. Only when you have alignment between your inner self and your outer goals 
Will you take action? And it will be struggle-free. And it won't be any big deal. And you won't procrastinate. And you won't need to look for motivation because you'll be inspired to take action from the inside out. And it won't be any big deal. And you won't sabotage yourself. And then you'll be able to get to your goal weight and stay there. But in order to get to that place from where you are now, because even though you are doing your best to stay upbeat and positive and you're looking for the good in every situation, you still have these problems with your eating and your weight. You've never been able to fix them. And you might be like many out there, you're pasting a smiley face sticker on your misery. You come across as really positive and happy, but you really hate yourself and you hate your body and you hate your weight. So the grim truth is you're not happy. You're not happy. You don't want anybody to see you naked. Your food and weight problems are impacting negatively every area of your life because you can't escape your body. You could try to escape it for five, ten minutes having a binge blowout or a half an hour. Try to numb yourself out. Try to run away. But what happens? What's the outcome? Where does that end you up? Where do you end up? I guess is a better grammatically correct way to say that. Where do you end up? What are the results you get? So... This grim reality of the isolated emotional eater, what can you learn from the world of the frustrated, self-hating, shame-filled, isolated, obsessive, self-defeating emotional eater? Well, one thing that you can learn from the isolated emotional eater, is to don't isolate yourself, okay? Isolating yourself with the blinds shut while you're stuffing yourself with all kinds of unhealthy, non-nutritive, junky, crappy, processed food, it's really self-abuse. And when you're doing that, Telling yourself, oh, you know, I don't want anybody to ever know that I do this. I sure would be embarrassed. I sure would feel ashamed. I already feel massively ashamed every day. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be heard. I'm trying to hide out, but then I still have to go to work. You know, I'm trying to do an excellent job at work, but I'm constantly holding myself back because of how I feel about myself. Isolating and eating in secret is not ever going to break you free of your food and weight struggles. It's only going to dig you a deeper trench. That's what it's going to dig you. I like something that Richard Bandler says. He says a grave is a rut with both ends kicked out. You deepen that rut the more times you engage in your isolated, self-sabotaging eating behaviors. You know, I believe that the best thing that you could do if you have to eat ice cream, go out in public, go to your corner ice cream stand, 
get ice cream and you stand there or sit down at a picnic bench or whatever kind of setup they have and you eat it there in front of the whole world and you don't take any home and you don't bring any ice cream home from the grocery store. If you have to have a cookie, you go to your local bakery or whatever it is that you have nearby where you can buy a cookie. And you go out with friends, you have a tea or a coffee, and you enjoy that cookie. You know, that's how they eat over in uh, Europe. You don't see hardly any people over there who are overweight. I know. I know this as a fact because I was an international flight attendant for seven years, over seven years. So I'm not just talking out of my butt here. I have been there. Now, I'm talking about mainland Europe. Britain is having some problems. So is Australia and New Zealand. But mainland Europe, Spain, France, Germany, Italy, you don't see obese people running around there. And they're not hiding out, all ashamed, eating. If they want to go have a chocolate or have a cookie, whatever, uh, some uh, petite fours, some cake, they go to the, uh, they go out with friends or a friend and they sit on the, the sidewalk, the outside uh, cafes, they talk, they enjoy the company of their friends and they enjoy their food. It's not any big deal. But they're also not eating like that for every meal. I don't know. Well, I do know. I was going to say I don't know what happened here in America, but I do know what happened here in America, and it was the advent of the processed food and fast foods that began in the 1950s. And it's also spreading throughout the world. You will find fast food you know, you could find Kentucky Fried Chicken, Wendy's, McDonald's, all over the world. And I think that China is starting to have a weight problem, aren't they? The more processed food that is brought in, that is part of the culture. So on my podcast here, I am constantly talking about the fact that 92.8% of your problem is your mindset. And this is true. Now, once you get your head right, it's not any big deal to live a healthy lifestyle, which means that you eat real food, real food, the kind of food that you have to cook, the kind of food that you need to have a recipe to cook so that it tastes good. And you're not adding a bunch of salt. You're not adding a bunch of sugar. You're not adding a bunch of sauces and processed gunk. You're cooking from scratch, fresh chicken breast, fresh potatoes, fresh broccoli, fresh tomatoes, whatever the recipe is, of course, using real spices and onion, peppers. Again, it depends on what the recipe is. But there, I mean, there's some really good food that can be made with a great recipe that's totally clean eating. Clean eating means that it's not a bunch of crap. 
It's regular food. Imagine that. Food that grandma used to eat and grandpa and then their ancestors. There was not an overweight obesity problem before the 1950s. You know, you can go on Google and you can look up uh, something like search for crowd scenes, 1940s, 1930s, 1800s, you know, like some kind of pictures that show a lot of people in America. There's not an obesity epidemic and a bunch of sloppy people walking around before the 1950s. The processed food is not it's not healthy for the human body and it makes your body fat. It's also highly addictive and it's very easy to get and it's uh, legal. Now, those things, all this stuff I just said, you probably already know all of this, but then why don't you do something about it? And this is the grim reality of the isolated emotional eater. The isolated emotional eater feels like shit about herself. She hates her body. She hates herself. And at the same time, she's digging a deeper trench for herself by staying isolated, by refusing to reach out to get the help that she could get to break free of these food and weight struggles. She keeps telling herself that she can do it all by herself, but she's not. Nothing's changing. These are all things that you can learn from, okay? Number one, there's no benefit to hating yourself or hating your body. All that does is because you already have the unhealthy eating behaviors that you have, binge eating, emotional eating, mindless eating, late night stuffing, last supper eating, on and on and on. The worse you feel about yourself, the more you're going to beat yourself up with the food because that's how you beat yourself up. So hating yourself, hating your body, it's only going to make all of your struggles worse and it's going to dig you a deeper trench. Remember a a rut is a grave with both ends kicked out. So stop hating yourself. You have to begin to forgive yourself, love yourself, accept yourself while taking action to get healthy in mind, get healthy in emotional state, get healthy in body. You have to have help. Don't do what this isolated emotional eater is doing, just making all of her problems worse, telling herself that she can do it all alone. If she could, she wouldn't be in the rut. So learn from her. Don't do that to yourself. You can solve your food and weight struggles pretty darn fast. Now, I can only speak for myself and the work that I do with my awesome coaching clients. All I could say is that working with me, they end their food and weight struggles in eight weeks or less. I know that you don't have to keep struggling, but if you act like the isolated emotional eater 
and keep yourself in your comfort zone of misery. Here's another grim reality of the isolated emotional eater. There's a whole bunch of them out there. There's millions of them. And they're miserable. They're miserable, miserable, miserable people. And a lot of them are these anonymous haters, these trolls on the internet. They hate themselves so much that they hide behind their computer screen and they spew out hatred on websites or in live streams on YouTube, all over the place. They're spewing out their hatred, their jealousy, their resentment towards other people because they hate themselves so much. It's really unfortunate. Their hate for all these other people, strangers, people they don't even know, celebrities, non-celebrities, all kinds of people, the hate that they are spewing out is a reflection of the hate they have for themselves. If they truly loved themselves, they wouldn't be emotional eating. They wouldn't be isolating themselves. They wouldn't be hating themselves. And they would not be on the internet typing hateful things in YouTube live live streams or Facebook live streams or Facebook comments or comments on different websites. They wouldn't have anonymous screen names spewing out their hate because they'd be so happy with themselves and so happy with their life that they would be living a fun life, having fun, doing whatever it is that brings themselves joy, and it wouldn't be about food. They would be loving themselves enough to fuel their body with with food because you do have a human body, so you do need to eat. But uh, that excuse that you might have heard before, how some say, well, it's, it's a lot better to be an alcoholic than to be a food addict because if you're a food addict, you still have to eat. That is totally an excuse. Totally an excuse. Because you don't have to eat crap, poisonous, processed, junky, self-sabotaging, self-hating, self-abusive food. You do have to eat, but there's real food out there that would be really easy for you to fuel your body with if you healed your inner self and you truly loved yourself. That's what these isolated emotional eaters are not doing. Misery loves company and they hang out together. They hang out together in groups, in pods. They hang out in pods and they all have their misery and they complain and they whine and they whinge about they're overweight and, oh, this diet didn't work. Oh, this diet didn't work. And da, 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 when it's them that's not working. Nothing on the planet will ever work for you if you don't do it and you have to stick with it long term. 
it takes a minimum of 12 weeks consistent meal to 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 meal healthy action minimum 12 weeks to see a significant change in the body minimum 12 weeks the isolated emotional eater is impatient they're whiny they're negative they're hateful they hate themselves that's why they're hateful and they hang out in packs they hang out in pods they hang out in groups where they can complain and commiserate with each other and then they go out to eat together Another thing you can learn from the grim reality of the isolated emotional eater is that you have to get real with yourself. They don't get real with themselves. They keep lying to themselves and they keep making it everybody else's fault and everybody else's problem why they are where they're where they are. And If you're identifying with anything at all that I'm sharing about them, if you're seeing any of that in you, the best thing that you can do for yourself right now is to get real with yourself about the state of your mindset, the state of your self-talk, the state of your results, the state of your attitude, the state of your emotional state, the state of your level of impatience and baby mentality. Baby mentality is, wah, I want it now. Wah, I want it now. And if you just give up after three days of not seeing these majorly huge results with your weight, that's baby mentality. You have to start by getting real with yourself of what you're doing to yourself because If you don't get real with yourself now, what is going to change? These isolated emotional eaters, they're never going to change ever because they're just making their rut deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. deeper. It's like the, the pit and the pendulum. Are you familiar with that story, Edgar Allan Poe? And the pendulum keeps swinging back and forth. Imagine if that pendulum was swinging back and forth in the rut and it just keeps digging a deeper rut and the pendulum in this in this uh, analogy represents the emotional eating behavior and they just keep isolating the pendulum swings back and forth isolation emotional eating self-hate isolation emotional eating self-hate body hate body shame all going back and forth back and forth And it just keeps digging a deeper rut, a deeper rut. And actually, this is a good analogy for what happens in the brain also. Because your brain wants to make your life easier for you. And so when you keep that pendulum going, and you keep those unhealthy, abusive, self-hating behaviors going, your brain makes it easier to keep going. Because you've done it enough times that it appears that that's what you want. So these people, these isolated emotional eaters, they're just going to keep getting deeper and deeper in the rut. Very, very unlikely that any of them 
will make the decision to reach out and get help to break out of their rut because they are filled with fear. They're filled with fear of changing their eating because they don't have anything else in their life except their food. They're filled with fear of stepping out of their comfort zone. Even though that rut is getting deeper and deeper and deeper, they feel cozy in it and they can wallow in it and they can feel sorry for themselves in it. So what can you learn from them? Don't do what they're doing. Don't go there. Get real with yourself if you notice yourself sinking into a pity party. You have to bring yourself out of that. Notice who are you hanging around with? Who are you spending time with? Are they, are they upbeat? Are they healthy? Are they fit? Not just in body, but in mind also. Are they self-starters? Are they motivated? Are they going for it in their life? Are they, do they love themselves enough to treat their body with love and respect? Okay. You have to get real with what you are creating to ensure that you don't end up in that camp of the isolated emotional eaters because they would love to invite you in so that they have somebody else to complain with and somebody else to commiserate with and somebody else to go out and binge eat with every Friday night and get drinks and eat more food and talk about people that you're jealous of. They'd love to have you come in and join their, their negative circle. But if you take that route, do you know it's going to be easier and easier and easier for you to stay there? So what can you learn from them? Don't go there. Don't go there. You have to guard your mind like it is worth $5 billion. You have to watch who you're hanging around with, what you're talking about, what you're looking at, what are you focused on. Watch what you're saying. Watch what you're thinking. All, all this has to change if, if you're getting results that you don't like. If you already are just totally happy with your body and you have a very healthy relationship with food, if you love yourself, it doesn't mean that you're perfect, of course, and it doesn't mean that your life is perfect. It doesn't mean that you have no problems, but even when you have problems come up, you do not eat and abuse yourself with food because of any kind of situations that you're going through. You're able to sail through the problems without self-abuse. If that's where you are, keep doing what you're doing. But then I'd wonder, why are you uh, listening to my podcast? Because you're rocking it. You're rocking it, man. So more than likely, that's not where you are. But you could get there. You could become that. You could become that. 92.8% of becoming that, it's an inner self shift. It's your internal world. 
Let's get real. Weight loss is not a big deal. It really isn't. You need to clean up your eating. You need to eat only when you're physically hungry. You got to stop eating when you're physically full. But even that right there is a massive problem for an emotional eater because emotional eaters don't eat for physical hunger. How do I know? Because I've been there before. Binge eaters don't eat for emotional hunger. So you can't even get to that point right there unless you heal the root of what's driving these unhealthy, self-abusive behaviors. Does this make sense? Do you get it? And healing the root of these behaviors is an internal inner self shift. Otherwise, it could be easy to step into that grim reality of the isolated emotional eater and just give up on yourself and become even more hateful, even more depressed, even more hopeless. Hey, lots of people out there like that now, but if they've given up, they're not even listening to this podcast. Remember, you can go to www.easyfunweightloss.com, download my three simple steps to start making weight loss easier from the inside out. You can get those tips now at www.easyfunweightloss.com. couple questions to ask yourself. I do recommend that you get pen and paper, write each question down, write your answer down. There is a connection that occurs between the head, the hand, and the heart. When you write pen on paper, you do not get that connection with yourself. If you type on a keyboard, you don't get that connection with yourself at all if you just listen to me talk. So if you want to get the most out of this totally free weight loss podcast, just grab pen and paper, pause the podcast as you need extra time. It's really simple. First question, how much did I identify with the grim reality of the isolated emotional eater? You're asking yourself this. Now, obviously, this is going to take super 100% total badass honesty. It means you got to get real with yourself. How much did I identify with the grim reality of the isolated emotional eater? Number two question, how do I feel about myself right now? In general, you know, not just listening to this podcast, but listening to this podcast, how do you feel about right, yourself right now? And also, in general, how do you usually feel about yourself? Are you super happy with yourself? Are you proud of yourself? Are you in love, in self-love with yourself? By the way, being in self-love with yourself is healthy. It's awesome. It's wonderful. It is not narcissism. I'm so tired of seeing that phrase because it's misused and it's overused. You are no good to anybody if you don't feel good about yourself. It is a lie that you should put yourself last. 
that is a huge problem. Put yourself last and then how resentful do you feel? How angry do you feel? How miserable do you feel? And then what do you do? You stuff yourself. So clearly that doesn't work. And that's something that the isolated emotional eater is doing. That's something else they're doing. They don't take time for themselves each day to address their emotional needs without food, of course. The isolated emotional eater is not taking time to address their mental state, their mental health, much less their physical health. And then they are angry at everybody else that they're giving all their time to. And then they feel ashamed because they should love all these people. But they feel resentful because they feel so bad about themselves because they're not attending to themselves. Number three question. How much more time am I going to give myself in the trench? And be careful of what you say here because if you write down, oh, I'm stepping out of the trench right now, then move on to question number four. Exactly what is my step-by-step system to get out of this rut, to get out of the trench? To get out of the isolation, to stop the emotional eating, to feel really, really good about myself, to forgive myself, to heal my relationship with food, to get normal with food. What is my step-by-step proven system for doing this? Number five question, how exactly am I going to stick with this daily long term? How exactly am I going to do this? Because if you are identifying with the grim reality of the isolated emotional eater, the isolated emotional eater never sticks with anything good, nothing good, nothing helpful. They stick with the emotional eating long term, but they don't stick with any tools that could help them because they don't have accountability. They don't have coaching. They are so stuck in their own rut that what's always easier for them is the food. And so they have their own self-fulfilling prophecy, and that pendulum just keeps swinging back and forth, digging that rut deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Get Real, episode number 33 of the JoLynn Braley Show. This is what you have been tuned into here today. You know, I get the best feedback on these Get Real episodes. People love them. They love them the most, which is awesome. That's really cool. Remember, getting real with yourself is not about being mean to yourself. It's not about criticizing yourself. It's about taking stock taking the blinders off, stopping the lies. Stop telling yourself the lies that you're really you're really doing something to fix your emotional eating when you're not. You're not and you're not able to do it alone. But you keep lying to yourself, telling yourself that tomorrow it'll be different. 
tomorrow it'll be different. Monday it'll be different. And it never is, is it? That's actually part of the addiction. These things are very difficult to break out of on your own. If you can break out of them on your own, that is fantastic. Be aware that you're going to trade time for money. It's always going to be like that. If you just get coaching, you can get your time back. And then you can get on with the rest of your life and feel good about yourself and be normal with food and get to your goal weight and stay there and get these things done in the least amount of time possible. If you want my help to do this, you need to first go over to www.discovery-session.com, fill out an application for a complimentary weight loss discovery session, see if we can get on the phone, see if it would be a good fit to do that, and find out if or how I could help you personally to remove your internal blocks so that you stop sabotaging yourself, so that you stop the emotional eating, you stop the binge eating, and you can step into that place of peace and joy and self-love, self-appreciation, self-compassion, and stop this abusive, self-abusive behavior and lose weight and keep it off. If you want to get this done, and if you're serious about doing it, head on over to www.discovery-session.com. I am JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, founder of the Inner Self Diet, the diet that actually works, the diet that's not really a diet because it's not a food diet, but it is a diet for your head, for your emotional state, for your inner self. I wish you your best life living inside of your ideal body. Yay! Yay!